I'm great. Welcome, Eli. <laughs> Eli is in the building, hard out, so get him here for a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah, let's just jump straight into the topic since we only got a limited amount of time with Eli. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Abortions. Abortions. <laughs> First of all, why do women love abortion so much? They're like posting about it, protesting. Like, I get it. You know, I want to kill a baby just as much as the next guy. But you got to keep that shit to yourself, <laughs> ladies. You're sounding a little psycho. <laughs> that's a that's a great intro. Abortion is medicinal murder. Yeah. You know, I think it's good for like, if you have anger problems, you see, you know, someone cuts you off in traffic. You're like, I want to kill that motherfucker and follow them to their house. Don't do that. Just yeah. go knock someone up and then get an abortion and you just got away with murder. <laughs> It was like, I remember watching Louis C.K., like, before he got canceled. His last special, he had, like, a Netflix. I saw it here live in Austin, and he was talking about abortion. You know, he always starts his joke, his, his sets off with, like, something really fucking dark. He starts his sets off by killing a baby? Yeah, that's what he did. He, he took a baby and ripped its head off. That's crazy. <laughs> no, he was he was talking about abortion. The first thing he says when he comes out, he's like, abortion. Kind of like what you just said. <laughs> he's like, abortion. And he's like... He's like, it's kind of like murder, but it's not. No, no. He's like, you're totally killing a baby. I'm totally destroying. I'm fucking up his joke. But he he comes out and says this really like edgy kind of abortion joke. But he's like, it's your choice. Well, I have a joke that I think I should stop doing because I think Louis C.K. has the same joke that I may have subconsciously remembered. But I say that I think abortion is murder, but you should be allowed to murder your own child. Yeah, <laughs> it's something similar to that until any age. It was it was kind of funny like it's a it's an Austin crowd so it's very liberal so no one and everyone loved Louis C.K. back then but they were unsure of how to laugh at that joke because he said they were like totally babies you're you're you're, mur- you're totally murdering a baby but it's your choice so it was <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that joke yeah I don't know if he put it in the special there's like a lot of like whenever you see these 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 sets they put up like some of the, they cut out a lot of shit but like, no, yeah dude now, now i i thought like we were all on the same page with abortion like yeah it's been legal for a while like yeah abortion's cool and now it's like the federal government wants to overturn roe v wade yeah so now i'm like thinking about it like wait a minute is this a is this okay is this yeah. a good thing and i've been thinking about like the other side of things and um yeah dude it's definitely murder yeah but you got to have murder. Yeah, sometimes you got to murder. Like, the odds of your baby growing up to being a pedophile or school shooter, which are ironically polar opposites, yeah. is like, <laughs> is, there's like a pretty high chance. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to be on one end of the spectrum or the other. Yeah. <laughs> it's very rare that you fall right in the middle. Or it could be on the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Like, when you're having a child, you're just, it's a dice roll, just hoping that you get a good one. There's really, like, you can be as good of a parent as you want, and it's not, that's not, like, the end-all, be-all. Because there's, like, the nature versus nurture, you know? You still can only max out at 50%. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, depending on, on what sources you go with, it it's still debated how much is nature and how much is nurture, but it's seeming like it's, from the last time I was looking into it, it, it seems like it's about... 60% nature, 40% nurture. So you're kind of born being the person that you're going to be and you can you can definitely get nudged over the edge if you get put in the wrong situation. Or you know, you get 
shitty parents. It's kind of wild how how we switched from abortion to school shooting so fast. <laughs> like I was kind of disappointed. Was, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, now I'm, you women care about killing kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of it, that joke. It's funny, but it, I feel like turning hack. So I'm not even gonna try to say it now. Because I said it, and I saw like three other people say it in, in, in the Drinking Bros chat, and I was like, oh, man, it's at that point now. Everyone has the same joke. Which one? The one where they're saying, oh, now we care about killing kids. But I keep seeing it now. I'm like, damn, it was, it was good when it first happened. I said it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, my policy on how I think uh, raising children or creating them should be, <laughs> it should be like the same as dogs. A, like adopt don't shop like don't go from a puppy breeder that's like popping them out go yeah. like there's millions of hungry children that already exist mm-hmm. and they're already sad and hungry like go pick one of those if you want to if you want to raise a kid and you can like talk to them and see if they're a piece of shit yet yeah. <laughs> but the, the <laughs> blind are, just you just take them right back to the store and return them <laughs> just keep your receipt all those kids are food aggressive Weird. Yeah, they bite your hand. But like, yeah. you why do you want them? your own kid? Because you're selfish. And like, what's so great about your genetics? They're not that good. No. Oh, I I think the vast majority of people overestimate their need to procreate. Like, are are you really that that good of a member of society that that you should have children? Which is actually a little bit of a segue into the topic because we're going to be talking about Margaret Sanger today. Uh, yeah, we come from a long line of retards, and we plan on keeping them going forever. <laughs> Margaret Sanger. That's why we keep it all in the is, family. This was all Margaret Sanger's kind of her her philosophy on eugenics. Was yeah. She she thought retards, uh, black people, and dumb people did not deserve to be in the world. Like she she had she had some wild opinions. Yeah, Planned Parenthood was created to abort black babies. Yes. Yeah. And it still is. It exists for that reason. And I know this sounds like a... Well, hang on. Do they want to... So I think the reason that they're overturning abortion is because they want more low-class workers feeding the machine. They want more people in prison. And Mm -hmm. then whatever don't make it that far, they'll nab them up for sex trafficking. Yeah. Should we put this episode on Patreon? Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, it might be a good idea, but we need something for the show this week. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, I, I think that there's a fairly strong misconception about what Roe v. Wade was actually about because Mm -hmm. Roe v. Wade was more about privacy between a a doctor and a patient. Yeah. It was used, uh, it was, it was applied to a situation that, that had to do with abortion, but at its base, like it, it wasn't a blanket, a blanket federal blessing for abortion. It was just, uh, uh, it was a case that they could use to argue that. Now what it, what's happening is it's not outlawing abortion. It's kicking the decision back to the states, which mm-hmm. for for good or bad is really what the founding fathers had in mind when the United States was founded was a whole bunch of small governments with a, a larger government with less control just helping with the, the logistics of everything. And it's yeah. the big government is, has overstepped its bounds at this point. Now we're returning back to what the original idea was. And like I said, for good or bad, it depends on everybody's interpretation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going back yeah, it's, to what 
what the country was initially founded on. Checks and balances. You you want the states to have some powers, and you don't want the federal government to have all the power, and that's 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 a good thing. Um, and what a lot of people like what you're saying is Roe v. Wade is not going to abolish or make abortion illegal everywhere. It's just kicking to the states, like places like Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma. They're they're going to be highly restrictive on abortion. The states with a conservative majority are yeah. going to crack down more on abortion. The Cal- states with a liberal majority mm-hmm. are going to become more liberal with it. So you just have to kind of choose what state you want to live in. It's ultimately, if, if shit keeps going this way, we're just going to Civil War 2.0. That's what it feels like. I, I didn't know that's what it was about. Yeah. Um, but uh, if it does turn into a civil war, whoever's not getting abortions is going to win because they're going to be having more infantry. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, no, they're, they're infants specifically. They're, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's uh, they're going to be the ones. Well, not only that, the, the side that is going against abortion, generally the ones with the most guns yeah. and the most, like, patriotism, uh, the conservatives mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. If it... If it's a civil war between conservatives and liberals, I'll just kill myself. I'm playing both sides. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you both. I'm out. <laughs> He's just going to drive his car and blow it up in the middle of a crowd. If you put all the conservative states against all the liberal states, the conservative states are going to wipe the fucking floor with them. Yeah. The it, only would, thing... it would be like me fighting Eli. Eli's going to fuck me up. Yeah. it's it, Well, like California would be like China. There's so many people there. That like it's gonna, they will be a little tough to beat just because the numbers. But Texas is gonna have all the guns. Yeah, and they have like the most Texas like brutal America. cops. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really not even gonna be a, a competition if it does come to a civil war between. I think your average and, Texan could take out a California cop. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I, would. It, I mean, they they have some pretty tough cops over there. Yeah, and they, they've already they already get beat up all the time. There's some pretty chubby citizens down in San Antonio oh. too. That's a fat city. <laughs> Holy shit. But why do, why do you think the government cares about regulating abortion, though? Politics. It, it has nothing to yeah. do with their personal beliefs. It's all about them trying to perpetuate their jobs. Just, just think the pro-life... Movement. I think it's all about making... <coughs> I think it's all about feeding the machine, getting people in prison, getting people working low-wage jobs. Because We're the whole of- economy is just a big pyramid scheme. Oh, absolutely. So you need to keep filling people in at the bottom. Yeah. And there was also, I don't know if you've ever heard of Freakonomics. There yeah. was a, I don't know if you'd call it a study, but they noticed that within the 15 to 20 years after Roe v. Wade was passed, that American crime was at an all-time low. You know something else that interesting that happened within that that same period? Tetraethyl lead was removed from gasoline, which lowered the amount of lead in everybody's bloodstreams. So the twenty years before, uh, twenty years before the major crime spike that happened between the seventies and the mid nineties, just so happened that a lot of the people that were at uh, at prime crime committing age during that era, twenty years before that, they were around preschool age, while there was like literally the most lead that has ever been in the atmosphere. Wait, so being a oh. leadhead. Being a leadhead made them less violent or less crimey. No, it makes you makes you more violent, especially yeah. if you're exposed to it at a, at a young age. What was that in the seventies? Or it makes or... you 
it makes you dumber, right? Yeah, it makes it, you, it it makes you dumb, and, dumb and angry. It, yeah. it does both. You just have to, if you're dumb, you're every, all those other things come along with it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because intelligence is being able to regulate your emotions. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, maybe I'm very intelligent because I'm <laughs> able to control my emotions. I just don't know to talk. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a retard in talking. But I know I'm a genius when it comes to emotions. I mean, people that say, like, you should let your emotions out and, like, not hold them in, like, that's retarded. You should yeah. definitely hold in your emotions. Yeah. If I didn't hold in my emotions, I would be killing people all the time. Yeah. Imagine my dad let out his emotions. Like, it would have been bad. But, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I have some of that ranch water? Yeah. So, so yeah, on this episode, I wanted to do something. I always got two on hand. Dang. It's always prepared. Always prepared. Yeah, so today I want to do a, uh, kind of something a little different. This isn't very conspiracy-like, but it's more of kind of like a person that we talk about, but we don't really know a lot about. I kind of want to shift the show more towards conspiracies slash cult figures slash secret societies, just all that oh, kind of that, stuff. Man. I'll work on I don't this like one. it. Oh. What's wrong with it? It hurts my face. <laughs> yeah, so like kind of kind of like a more conspiracy hist- adjacent history is kind of what I want to do. And well, the I think that it's fitting because conspiracies don't always mean untrue. It's just a collu- mm-hmm. uh, like a secretive collusion. Yeah, amongst people. So Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood. That was definitely a conspiracy, but it, it's not a theory. It's a, a conspiracy yeah. fact. Yeah, we're not conspiracy theorists. They're the conspiracists. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 have a statue of Margaret Sanger at the, I think, at one of the original Planned Parenthoods. Uh, a bunch of, like, celebrities were celebrating her. I don't remember what, what, what award ceremony it was, but it's pretty fucked up. You think black people have so many kids is like an act of rebellion? <laughs> Explain why. Well, because Margaret Sanger wanted them to not do that. Black good, people have a lot of kids. That that's a good way. To, in we showed you. Areas. We'll never get out of poverty, but I'm not <laughs> killing my kid. <laughs> I, had, I had a friend. His uh, I almost said his name, but he had. I mean, that's not that embarrassing. But he had like fifteen brothers and sisters. He's black, but I mean, he's one. Of, he's a good friend of mine. God damn, it's a vagina, not a clown car. Yeah, well, his mom used to have a friend that had more kids, and they would compete against each other. He was fucking wild. It's not a fucking competition. Oh. You're you're bringing human lives into the world. He was also a really good football player, but he got shot. Well, I think we, <laughs> he got shot. I think that we times. could have assumed both of those facts. Yeah, but he survived. He took a lot of bullets, but because they thought he was in a gang, because he was hanging out with some some people. But yeah, it was it's pretty fucked up. He was getting like scholarships to like Notre Dame, Florida State. Like it was crazy. And then he got shot. Are you sure you're not recapping the the plot from Boys in the Hood? Boys in the Hood? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Like that's that is. It's very close to Boys in the Hood. Yeah, that's like tragically close to the story in Boat. Yeah, but in the he Hood. but he won. He didn't die. Ricky died. I had a last abortion I had. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Last abortion girl. we had. It's a yeah. team effort. Yeah. Actually, she just had it. I was. I wasn't even there. <laughs> she tell you about it. She was. Yeah. She called me and she was like, "Hey, you need to pay for the abortion." In like kind of a bitchy tone, 
Yeah. And I was like, fine, but I get to keep the fetus. <laughs> <laughs> it's my kid. I'm paying for it. I get. You're the one murdering a child, and I'm the asshole because I want to keep the fetus in a jar. <laughs> like, who's the real <laughs> criminal here? Put it in a jar full of fucking what? What? Formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. Yeah, just Put keep it like fish above my mantle, and then like, when <laughs> girls come over, I'll be like, "That's my son." <laughs> But, uh, like, if, you know, the Clintons can go around killing kids for world power, mm-hmm. I can sacrifice one abortion for, like, a Netflix special. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Is whole... that how it works? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> well, I mean... The... Yeah, we're not together anymore. <laughs> Where did I it mean, all fall apart? That, that right might... at the beginning of that story. <laughs> I mean, the Clintons, what they did to those kids in Haiti. I try to tell my, my real, like, liberal uh, relatives that are really, like, they're, they're Democrats. They're not just liberals, but they're actual, like, hardcore Democrats. I tell them about the Clintons all the time, and they don't want to have me over for dinner anymore. Well, yeah, because they know what the Clintons are going to fucking do to yeah. them. The, the whole thing with the, the kids in Haiti where they were trafficking all these kids... And then, like, that, they're like... Yeah, they trafficked, like, 10,000 kids. This one woman, I forget her name, but she just changed her last name, and she still works for the Clinton Foundation today. Well, she, she got arrested, and then she just called... Her one call, I think, was to... I think it was to Bill Clinton, and then, like, they let her out, like, right away. Yeah, she was... Well, because Bill she got, told... Like, three months or Bill something. told Hillary, and then she took care of everything. Yeah. She was directly connected to it. It's, it's fucked up. We should do an episode on that one. The Haiti kids is a fuck... Have you done an episode on Wayfair? No. There was a whole thing on Wayfair about how if you look in the background, there's, like, references to Haiti, and then there's, like, books on, like, sex slaves and, like, all the stuff in the background of the furniture they were in, and they took this all down. Well, and they sell some bullshit wooden cabinet for $10,000, and the rumor was, you buy that cabinet, they haven't given me my fucking refund yet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously, they owe me didn't a lot. The, of, they owe me a lot of didn't money. Didn't get the cabinet or the child. The, I, I ordered this couch at my house. <laughs> no, I ordered this couch, and they came to deliver it at seven a.m. And I was like, "I'm too tired to deal with this right now. I don't want the couch anymore." <laughs> <laughs> and I just told them, and they're like, "All right, we'll just take it back." And I'm like, "Yeah, sorry about that." And I Wait, just went back to sleep. So did they cancel the order, or you canceled the order? I did. So they, you never they got they the couch? They didn't, no, they didn't refund you though. I'm still waiting on it. Those motherfuckers. Yeah, they're, they're doing it out of spire. Like, we drove this all the way over here. And my fucking bed back home is, like, breaking. I have to, oh, dude, I, I hate Wayfair. <laughs> well, dude, you gotta... Because of that, not because of the kids. You gotta have one woman at a time on the bed, and it's gonna last a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Wayfair one's interesting, because they're like, it was debunked, but they never explained how it was debunked. It wasn't debunked. It, it was, was never a debunked. It was totally legit. All that shit was happening. They were using it to trap kids. I'm positive. Dude, it's like it's like Pizzagate. Pizzagate was never debunked, but they said it was debunked. All they said was like a guy showed up and there was no basement. Like that doesn't mean it's debunked. Like there there's so much shit to it. Like we're all the Well, because what they did is they said that Pizzagate was that they were using Comet Ping Pong Pizza to traffic kids in the yeah. basement. That's what the media said that Pizzagate was. Yeah. But everyone who followed Pizzagate knows that there was a man named James Alephantis, still is. You know what Alephantis Who owns means, Comet, right? uh, Child Lover in yeah, French. Yeah, isn't that fuck, fucking weird? Yeah. It's, well. Alephantis, if you look it up. J'aime l'enfant in French means I love the child. Mm. So it's a stretch, but. 
It's possible. No, no, that, it actually that, does say child lover. Like you look it up, like put in elephant is in Google Translate, it, it comes out the child lover. Hundred percent. Okay. Alright, you, you guys I mean, talk, you, I, I, I can I'll pop this up. If you if you break those two words down in French, I would think it meant like go ghosts or something. Alles <laughs> fantas. J apostrophe A I M E is I something. And then L apostrophe E N F A N T is Le Enfant, the infant. I oh, love the child. L'enfant. Yeah. I I failed out of two years of French in high school, so I know what I'm talking Dude, about. Dude, French is just like one degree above grunting. <laughs> it's a waste I, I, of I think I that I absolutely agree. I think the reason why Marcone wanted to do that whole uh that Paris uh environmental agreement, it's because France is responsible for the most waste <laughs> and use of trees because they waste all these fucking letters. That you don't have to pronounce. <laughs> like, you'll have, like, a six-letter word, and it'll just be like, whoa. Why do you need all those extra letters? Just just go with a, a Latin-based language. Well, actually, I think French... I think French might be... No, no, it's not it's a, Latin. It's, uh, it's a it, romance language. Isn't Roman different? Or is Roman... Uh, that would be... Yeah, that would be based off of... Latin. All the Romance languages are are based off of Latin. So yeah, I guess it it must have roots in Latin. But I mean the the oh, Gauls God did not care for. You gotta jump off. I gotta get out of here pretty soon. All right. Yeah. Like whenever five you... minutes. You got five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Well, everything that that came up were all conspiracy things. So who knows? It's like Reddit. Fucking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not the exact Conspiracy daily. Word. But what, that's what I'm saying is the – so this guy, James Elephantis, who was uh, owner of Comet Ping Pong Pizza, he was rated the number 48th most powerful man in D.C. in GQ magazine. We, yeah, which, we talked about this, remember? There's no real reason for that. He's a fucking – like an art curator and a pizza shop owner. Like how does he have so much power? And then he also owns another place called the Pegasus Museum, which is – uh, from the outside, it looks like an abandoned building, and it's right next to an abandoned playground yeah. that is uh, that replaced an old DC transit system. So it is literally right next to under underground tunnels all over DC. Yeah, he also and then this YouTuber tried to get inform information about the Pegasus Museum and was like posting about it, and James Alafontis personally messaged him and started threatening him, sending him pictures of his family and stuff. Yeah. To, like, what not look into the Pegasus Museum. Yeah, there's some other, like, there's Instagram images that this guy saved where he would, uh, um, he would have the, he would be holding these babies, James Elefantes, and then he would have, like, uh, what are the, what are the... He had their cap- hands, like, taped to the table. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. You can still look it up. It's on, like, Steam, S-T-E-E-M. Yeah, I, I have, I don't have them saved on my computer for obvious reasons, but... That'd be weird. Uh, yeah, but I've seen, I've seen the pictures where they have... The the like necklace. What what is the the one the Catholics where they wear the rosary? Yeah, I think he had like a rosary had it over the baby, and then like people were writing, uh, it was like hashtag uh, chicken lover, like all the, there was like the, they have these weird um, hashtags. And yeah, I, one of them was kill room, and it was the basement of the Pegasus yes, Museum. Yeah, that one too. And like they would, they had they have photos of I don't know if this one's real, but it had Barack Obama playing ping pong with one of the kids. That, that was one, real. Yeah fucked up and then like it's in dc you know like they were they're connected politically with 
the Democrats. Yeah, our, our country's sure. being ran by pedophiles. The world's being ran by pedophiles. And just always remember that, because that's 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 a big part of our history that we don't talk about. Yeah, if you want to succeed, start fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing, though. Like, the real, wait, it's if, funny that like real secret. The most success. powerful and the least powerful people are both pedophiles. Yeah. Well, apparently that's what brings the rich and the poor together. <laughs> our, the mutual love of children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. I had no plans of talking about uh, pedophilia in this episode, but it fucking came you up. You keep saying that, but the show always goes back to pedophiles, <laughs> and I'm starting to. I'm I mean, that's what abortion's all about. They, they want more. They, they want, want to fuck more, more kids. kids to put in the sex trade. Yeah, it it it's like uh, it's like in baseball where you have your farm system. You're killing the farm system. You need the farm system. Stop killing well, our farm if, system. If that's uh, if that's ultimately true that would mean that it's primarily the left wing that wants more children to put into sex trafficking. yes as, as dude the left right is, wing? dude you think you put a transgendered 33 year old man in a room with a little kid that they're just going to be a ideal role model <laughs> no the trans people are so much more likely to rape they're already they've been raped yeah most of the time that's why they're so fucked up sexually mm-hmm. and everybody knows that if you get molested you are much more likely to be a an abuser yourself yeah. and that, all these trans people just want to like normalize everyone just fucking everyone no matter what age they are or like pansexuals uh, like a pansexual is like it's like the where where they're I don't know I, I might be wrong on this but Pan, they, they pansexual hey, everything yeah right? yeah pansexual is attracted to everything maybe makes zero maybe sense. maybe they're right and we should all just be banging kids and it's not a big deal yeah but I don't think so and that's not <laughs> yeah, the world I, I want to live in I don't think so either that's not the type of world that I want to live in like I I've always thought well I came to this realization that uh, in order for you to become powerful. You have to fuck. You got to do something real. You either have to murder somebody or you have to molest a kid. They're like, they well, have to get it on camera. And well, the societies yeah. that had human sacrifice as part of their rituals were much became much more technologically advanced than mm-hmm. civilizations that didn't use human sacrifice. And you can look this up, and there's a ton of scholarly articles mm-hmm. right on the first page of Google that all uh, agree with this study. However, I don't know why or wh- how it ties in. But there is a correlation directly. I, I mean, I've I've noticed that too, and I think that the general correlation is like what we see going on in modern times, where once people have gathered enough wealth and resources, they get so bored with everything else that they need to to go to some extremes. They have too much free time on. They have too much power, too much free time, not enough oversight or anybody to answer to. So they can literally do whatever the fuck they want. Or so, maybe a human consciousness is just so powerful that by forcefully putting it back into the fabric of space-time, the universe rewards you. So by sending the the little babies back to Jesus, Jesus is giving you an award? Essentially. Or yeah. like you're, you're sending the life force back yeah. into the universe. And like that's if that mass shooter got away with it and didn't get arrested yeah and somehow like just did it secretly like uh, he would have became as far as a billionaire I mean, he got blasted in the face so yeah is, is there pictures of him dead because i'd like to know not that i've seen it's crazy that he was we we're, we're talking about this last night he's like it's the story's weird about this guy where it took him 30 minutes to get this guy and to get inside of the building so he fucking killed these kids and it was probably just hanging out 
Because uh, he only went into one classroom. I think he only went into one classroom. Yeah, it was just one classroom. Is and killed every single person in that. There's room. two different timelines that that have been reported at this point. There's one timeline that says that he was inside for about an hour and a half, and there's another timeline that says that he was inside for 40 minutes. <sighs> so uh, either way, I gotta get out of here. All right, I. This sucks. I'm having a lot of fun. Oh no, it's it's all good, man. You, Thanks for you, coming in. You got some people to fuck up. It's a good start. Yeah, I got a fight on Saturday. Oh, you want you want to do any plugs? You doing any shows? Uh, I'll be on Texas Catch Wrestling Coalition, txcatchco.com. Where's on the Saturday. Where's the fight going to be? Is it public? Flugerville. Flugerville. Yeah, and away. it's it's public. Anybody can go in and watch. Yeah. Shit, man. I don't have anything going on this weekend. Fuck yeah. I'm going up against a purple belt. So any any stand up shows you got coming up? No. No stand up shows. Uh, Golden Golden Cricket. Real quick. I don't, don't want to plug that. You don't? Okay. <laughs> don't, 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 asso- right, don't associate. Don't associate. All right. We'll, we'll, cut, associate. Out, we'll cut out that part. Even though you, you're wearing, you're literally wearing a shirt that says your company. Oh, yeah. it's I'm sponsored by Golden Cricket. Yep. <laughs> Use promo code TikTok with all caps for $10 off. GoldenCricket.com, the future of nutrition. All right. See you guys. All, all right, right. Have a good one, man. Good luck. Has a, has a good system but yeah that's all right. like they they just their system's great their video isn't as good as v- vimeo vimeo is great we we have vimeo but i'm i'm paying for the cheapest version possible well, also like nobody's on vimeo nobody but vimeo the the product's great their chat sucks it's it's fucking god awful and i think that's why people like youtube because they can chat like the 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 drinking bros people can that's a community it's a great community i love i love, I love the people because they i talk to them all the time when when i tell people like hit, hit up the dms because i i can talk conspiracy theories all all night like i, I people I, there's like people that aren't even connected with the drinking bros community that will hit me up and they don't even they're like i'm not too familiar with drinking bros but i know your show and then they were like what do you think about like the school shooting thing, I've been getting a lot of stuff, and we were talking about this before, like about the some of my theories about why there's more school shootings here, and it's it's not guns, by the way. Yeah, that's it's a tool. It is not the cause of the problem. Yeah, I mean we're you, I mean it's a it's a kind of a deep subject because you have like my theory is uh it's we're the most medicated country in the world. Uh, you're fucking everyone up. Uh, And I said this before uh, we we went on, was when you have someone from Europe or somewhere else come to this country and they watch American TV, they're like, whoa, there's pharmaceutical companies paying for commercials here. That's illegal, like, everywhere else. So there's that. The pharmaceutical companies are so powerful. And then we're just pissing into this water... And we don't completely clean this water, so you're, you're, you're drinking the, the you're taking this medicine if you like it or not, unless you you well your own water, and then you can get into the more conspiratorial stuff where it's not conspiracies when MK Ultra like you you have 
people that have been tested on, you have sleeper cells. That's not. It sounds crazy, but it's fucking real. It, they're, they're, I I know that we were talking about this a, a little bit before we started re-rolling. Uh, which, by the way, did you want to do a little intro since Eli's gone, or just go? Oh, okay, yeah. So by the way, Eli he he had a he had training, so he had the he had to take off. So he had to go get in a fight. He had to get in a fight. We will not talk about his company he's into, but because um, <laughs> he said some offensive stuff, but he was being funny. So don't don't. Don't cancel him for that because that's what he, he is. He's a comedian. Oh, dude. And Eli, Eli's uncancelable. He's uncancelable. Yeah. Uh, to me, and also he's gonna fuck that guy up that he's gonna fight this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Go 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 check him out. Go to his Instagram. What is his Instagram, by the way? Let me see. Did... Uh, well, you can look up. Well, which which persona? Oh, that's that's crazy. Eli Halpern from the Giggle Boys. You can look him up. So, yeah, look, look, one of my buddies, we've been talking about how crazy this shooting was. I'll get into the intro right now. I just, I just saw this text message. It was kind of crazy. So, the, the shooting in, uh, Uvalde, where it had all those students that died, the teacher died. Apparently, according to my friend, I gotta look this up. This is totally unverified, but the teacher who was killed, uh, her husband died of a heart attack. So when I think today, today, remember I was talking about when people start mysteriously dying. Cause I heard this, uh, I think Rob was talking about this before we did fake news today. And he said that, um, the husband died of heartbreak, which is, I guess that's a real thing. But what I was saying, when we start seeing mysterious deaths, deaths from like, you're like, Oh, this, these these people died of natural causes, like we what we're talking about on on the Las Vegas shooting episode. The mysterious deaths is when the ball starts rolling, so that that's the thing I'm going to be looking out for. If you're following this story, I know this is supposed to be evergreen, but you've all these shooting is fucking weird. And we we'll, hang on, is your your friend that was texting you was his last name Ramos? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it, you you met him. He was on the he was on our second episode, mm. the the very first Adam Hester. Okay, episode. yeah, yeah. I my friend him. Steve. Uh, I don't know. He he he'll catch our clips. I don't know if he he's an he's not really a podcast listener, but uh, he's a good friend of mine. I've I've got him into conspiracies. He used to be like, oh, I don't believe in all that, and now I I just get into people's ears. That's called indoctrination. <laughs> I'm indoctrinating and, people, and, and God bless you for it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we we got the skeleton crew today. It's just me and me and Coop today. Uh, El Amnesio, he had a fight in California. Uh, Adam had to work today, but we we're trying to get him on the Patreon, which we're recording tomorrow. So well, that we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. It, it's it was it's been kind of a crazy week, and then Eli had his fight. Adam periodically does wet work for the government. Yeah. Um, Dude, I'm starting okay, to think that. Technically, I'm not supposed to mention that on the air. <laughs> uh, but if you hear about some foreign government officials that mysteriously turned up dead. I'm I'm really uh, starting to think that because he has a friend. Thank you, Skeleton Factory. <laughs> he, That's why they call him Skeleton Factory. Yeah. 
He will make people disappear. <laughs> he had that friend that was in the CIA. He well, had, we can't talk about that one. Oh, he's talked about it on three episodes. It's out. <laughs> <laughs> he has. Uh, I mean, he he he's talked about the friend that was that works for Lockheed Martin. Like, whoa, what's going on? Oh yeah, we were just talking about Lockheed Martin on American Party podcast today, and that yeah. is one of the most influential companies. Mm-hmm. In America, which influences the majority of the world, that that is a company. It, also, Stephen Paddock worked had worked for Lockheed Martin before they were Lockheed Martin before they they merged. So, um, Lockheed Martin, or you you got to listen to the the American Party that that comes out tomorrow. The uh, by the time yeah, May twenty seventh. So by the time this episode's out. That it will it will be live. It's the Friday episode. I couldn't talk about Lockheed Martin how how Dan talks about it. So if I do a Lockheed Martin episode, I need Coop to help me out with that or Dan to help me out with that because I'm not a, a military expert or the only thing that I would do is emulate Dan. Yeah, <laughs> because he he has some of the best takes about that shit that that I have ever heard in my life. He's on. He's been on fire lately. Yeah. He's yeah. Been, he really has. Like all the, like all the school shooting stuff, uh, the gun rights stuff. Like it's, it's top notch. I don't, I don't it, think anyone's doing it better like anywhere else. Like it's in, extremely in the country. I'm, I'm I'm not even being hyperbolic. He's he's there's nothing like it. Like, yeah, I absolutely agree. It's it is extremely rare that I hear Dan Holloway say anything that I disagree with. Yeah. When like when it comes like there's some things I don't really agree with him when it like comes to libertarianism and and stuff like that. I I have a different take on it, but like when it comes to like gun rights, when it comes to the intelligence agencies, no one's fucking better than him. That it, like that I can I, and I consume a lot of information, like nonstop. But that he 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 he's he's top. He's the best. Yeah, I I think the only point that our beliefs diverge is he's willing to he's willing to to like fight and shoot his way out of mm-hmm. any sort of. Uh, Situation that seems inevitable. Uh, I personally think that transhumanism is. There's yeah. no way anybody's fighting back against that. Yeah. And I think that it, it's not just futile to fight back against it. I think that uh, it's not necessarily best for the survival of humanity as a whole, or the survival of life in general, where it's going to be different, but. It's going to in, increase our survivability, and there's going to be some situations throughout that where you got to, yeah, it's you got to crack a few eggs to to make an omelet. When I see that stuff, the transhumanism stuff, I'm like, did anyone not watch Terminator? I'm like, come on, like just it's they was it James Cameron that did that? Yeah, like watch the movie, <laughs> it's real. It, oh yeah, it's it's real and that's why those that that movie used to give I they used to give me nightmares, and it's it's not a horror movie or it could be a horror movie. The I mean it it 
should be because ultimately the as soon as AI is perfected, it mm-hmm. is literally the end of humanity. Yeah, we're we're human slaves. Uh, it it depends on how it's implemented, but mm-hmm. even if even if it's a symbiotic relationship, mm-hmm. we are no longer humans at that point. Yeah, but there's no way to stop that. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that there's no way to stop that because it's, it's totally the, the next level of advancement. You know, it's, it's where everybody is working towards because the very first, the first country that develops AI. Okay. So this is completely off topic for what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The very first country that develops AI is going to instantly become the number one world superpower by an insane distance like it yeah it, it's, magnitudes of power and that's that's what i think that the united states is doing because we we might not be great at anything the only thing we are really good at to the to the moment we are right now is innovation and we're fucking we're the best at innovation we we no one no one can fuck with us with that it's it's in our culture it's like it's it's in our our day-to-day we we create shit and then we send it to fucking China or India for them to do it for way cheaper. But we figure that shit out and we just send it to them. They don't have they don't have the cap- I'm sure they have the capabilities, but it, it's just it's not where we're at. And we're get, we're creating shit like who knows what Lockheed Martin and Raytheon are, are building right now. They ideally they're building AI so we can we can remain the number one world superpower but yeah. we are for sure losing that lead which mm-hmm. is very concerning because if if you think of any other superpower in the world which is only two other superpowers aside from America that's China and Russia yeah imagine either one of those countries getting AI before us Oof. and think about their ideals compared to ours yeah yeah if they develop so not only that the products that they produce, are generally lower quality than the products that we can produce. So imagine them developing the first AI. Yeah. It's not going to be as safe or as capable. Well, it's still going to be capable, but it's not going to be as safe as one that we can develop because they're going to want to get there first. They're going to cut some corners. Just think what they're doing to their own people for, for going outside. Like all the, all the people, that are just going outside and and they're getting beat up by these, what are they calling them? Like the white coats, or the I I don't, I don't remember what they're calling them online, but they're oh just, the the whole zero COVID policy in China. Yeah, where people are just like they're in Shanghai, just losing their fucking minds. Yeah, like, they're they're literally sealing people inside their apartments so they they can't go anywhere to fight a disease <laughs> that has a point zero. One percent. No, it's mortality rate. Point zero zero one. It's like something yeah, insane. They're sealing people inside their apartments for the fucking flu. Yeah, and and this isn't the end game. There's they now they have a system where they can completely they they have the infrastructure in, like they they have a system where like we we lock people down before we can do it again now. This is the slippery slope argument where they now they have this and now like they can they're gonna i bet you the next thing they lock us down for is climate change climate change will be the next big lockdown that's what the wef wants yeah just following the wef shit online right now because they're meeting in davos right now crazy jack posobiec is um 
they detained him for recording them, and then he was recording them. They, the WF, WEF has their own police, and then when he posted it online... That literally have badges... That say... That say World Economic Foundation Police. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, and so they... They had he posted this, and Reuters came out and said that uh, the World Economic Forum doesn't have an actual police force. And there's a picture of they them that literally has literally have badges <laughs> that say World Economic <laughs> Forum Police. It's wild. What kind of fucking idiotic fact checkers do you have that can't zoom in on a picture and see the badges on their shoulders that say World Economic Forum? It's- Police. It is it is beyond anything I've ever seen. I like anything that says fact checked, I, I won't even read the article. I can't. Like whenever I'm doing research on stuff, it says fact check. I'm, I'm no, not see the, at that. the good thing about anything that says fact checked or this this article is mix, missing context, mm-hmm. that's something that you want to read because yeah. that's something that all these fucking like technological oligarchs don't want you to see yeah because it's going against the narrative that they're trying to push yeah which i mean i know this is a a conspiracy podcast Mm -hmm. but i'm not that much of a conspiracy theorist i'm Mm -hmm. i'm more of a realist i i believe in occam's razor where the the simplest explanation is most Mm -hmm. likely the the truth yeah most most likely it is so we've already seen that that all of these high power tech, like the big tech is, as people want to call them. Mm-hmm. It's unquestionable that they are obscuring the truth. Like that, that has been shown repeatedly throughout recent history. I mean, very, very recent history, like within the last four to six years, you've yeah. seen that on multiple occasions where you can verifiably prove that the stories that they're they're pushing are false. Yeah. So that means if you see anything that says this article is lacking context or this has been fact checked, that means that's something that you probably need to read and you need to compare to other sources. Yeah. Because there's something in there that the people in power don't want you to. Yeah. You know what I think been, about. What I've been doing a lot lately is when I see a video that is it, that completely goes against the narrative. I will download the video and I'll save it because a lot of times these videos, they, they start being scrubbed from the internet. They have a, a tendency to disappear. Yeah. So it's, it's good. I need to clean up some of my, um, my, my drives. Cause the one I use for the show is, it's getting full. Well, also <laughs> it's hard to like dig through all that child porn to, yeah. <laughs> to get to the truth. Speaking of child porn, <laughs> We, we, the the main <laughs> reason it, it's funny because we said we would we, not we but I I said like well there isn't any uh, pedophilia stuff but we, uh, the first like thirty minutes of the show is all uh, about abortion and, and pedophilia and um, we we talked about well you I mean if we're at this point you you've already seen it but some of the you're stuff already familiar with the show you know where this is going yeah but we're talking about Margaret uh, Sanger today. Uh, I know we've been kind of teasing it for for a really long time uh, for today. Um, yeah, so what I was saying earlier about it not just being a conspiracy show, it's about dark history. We're talking about uh, certain secret societies, all that kind of stuff. 
So this is our most maybe out of all the episodes I've written, this is maybe the most iconoblast episode I've ever written. Because uh, it's about Margaret Sanger and just who she is as a person, an historic figure, who's just a real piece of garbage. Well, I, I think it it does actually fit the format of the show because uh, conspiracy doesn't have to be questioned or untrue. It doesn't have to be a mm-hmm. theory. Like this was a this was a literal conspiracy, mm-hmm. like a, a factual conspiracy. Because yeah. conspiracy doesn't mean that it's false or yeah. uh, or fictional or anything like that. Like there have been multiple conspiracies throughout history, and this is one of those conspiracies that is for sure a real conspiracy for a very specific purpose. Yeah, and and, and it's like there there was this con- the the thing maybe the most conspiratorial thing about it was like oh she lived in a different time. Eugenics. Everyone believed in eugenics. Like, no, actually, no, it wasn't. No. When she was when she was implementing a lot of this stuff, which we'll get into later, she was doing eugenic stuff after World War II, where it was deeply unpopular because they're like, whoa, eugenics is kind of fucked up. There was they killed a bunch of Jews, they killed a bunch of gay people, they killed a bunch of uh, like um, uh, who else did they kill? The the people that move around all the time. Gypsies? Gypsies. Kill gypsies. Like Look, all- if, if you have somebody during the World War II era saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. take it easy on the minorities, <laughs> you yeah. have definitely stepped a little a little too far. Yeah. It, it, and this episode, when I was writing it, it was, it was totally a time when the Roe v. Wade stuff was going on, and it was... I didn't, I didn't know that there would be a, a, a massive school shooting, so it's... I don't know. Maybe birth control will be, or abortions and all that will 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 get another uptick uptick for the for the algorithm. Well, look, anybody who's been listening to the show for this long, or if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Get used to it uh, having something to do with horrible things happening to children, because it seems like literally every conspiracy has something to <laughs> yeah. do with that. Unless you're getting into the conspiracies that I'm super into, which is like aliens and cryptids and things like that. Oh, and and by the way, we, we're, we are going to do some more alien stuff. We, we have some plans uh, where we're going to have a drone expert in here. If, if he comes into town, we're going to be talking about uh, Project Bluebeam. Um, we did a very good UFO episode with mm-hmm. this particular drone. He's expert. a Patreon uh, subscriber, listener to the show. So uh, Dave Klein, is his yeah, name. David. Shout out to you. Uh, so the episode that we did on Iconoblast with you is still in the process of being edited, but it's going to be coming out soon. Yeah, um, yeah. So he will be on the show, possibly coming on the show. If not, we're going to do the episode anyway. We just won't have the expertise of Dave Klein, but yeah. he has a lot of really fucking good input on it, though. So I'm gonna send him videos. So we're gonna be talking about aliens very soon. Our alien episodes don't do as well for some reason, but maybe when our our, our audience starts growing more, it's it's the episodes where I, I really rail against the government that do very well, and or I mean the Dan episode obviously is gonna be our best episode because he's our biggest guest. But I mean, Las Vegas shooter, uh, or or Disney. Disney is also our our second biggest episode. But we're gonna do 
maybe I'll word the Project Bluebeam one a little different because no one would know what it is, but it's about a well, fake Well, for the time being, invasion. let's get into to Margaret Sanger and, and the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Margaret <laughs> Sanger genocide that moving she tried to on carry from out. aliens. <laughs> so Margaret Sanger, uh, but before we go, I if you don't know, we're, we're you're listening to the Comment Podcast. So welcome back to the Comment Podcast. I'm your host Sean, and, and today is uh, we alongside me is, is Coop. So uh, skeleton crew, like I was saying, um, we did have Eli on earlier. Um, but yeah, so I figured this, because of all, all, all this, uh, Roe v. Wade stuff, we would talk about Margaret Sanger and, uh, just, just the whole history. A lot of people don't know the whole history of Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood. Um, she, she was, so let's, let's, let's get a little bit into who she is as a person. Like it's not everything about her is, it's evil. Or or is fucking bad, like she she had some she did have some good ideas. I know, like they're like oh good ideas. She, had, <laughs> uh, communism. Well, they had some good ideas. Well, like, hang on, that's that's sounding a little bit like well Hitler was a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. But but just so so the official story about Margaret Sanger. She was an American birth control activist. She was a sex educator, writer, and nurse. She was born September 14th, 1879 and died, uh, spoiler alert, in September 6th of 1966. Wait, she's dead? Yeah, she's totally, she's super dead. Fuck, I haven't finished the season, thanks. Yeah, sorry, sorry, so I should have said spoiler alert before I said she died. So she helped, oh man, she she almost, she lived to like, wow, she lived to 90 years, about 87? Yeah, that happens when you're a lizard person. Yeah, she lived, like... A lot of times these people that are fucking awful people live, like, really long lives. Like, you have George H.W. Bush. You have Maury Strong, the guy that, uh, the godfather of climate change. That he, Al Gore? He, well, Al Gore probably lived to 90. <laughs> but Maury Strong, uh, I mean, all these people, they, they, they live really long lives. Margaret Sanger, women, like, she, she, she was born in the late 1800s and lived well into the 1900s. So she she was a, she was a old old bag. So she helped open the first birth control clinic and developed organizations that would later become Planned Parenthood. During Sanger's activism, birth control was like birth control like contraceptive contraception was frowned upon. She wrote a book called Family Limitation, but was prosecuted by the Comstock Act in 1914. The Comstock Act was a law that prohibited any obscene literature, contraception, or sex toys to be distributed through the mail using the United States Postal Service. These are so these are all good things. So like contraception is a good thing. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Uh, sex toys, fine, whatever. Like she's she's normalizing sex, which isn't the I mean, worst I think thing. Sex toys are a good thing too. I mean they they finish the job when i couldn't plenty yeah. of times unless they're being used on little kids which well yeah i mean i think we can all agree on that <laughs> yeah so she she ended and, up moving to england instead of seeing him as a threat see him as a teammate yeah so <laughs> it's a tag team can we bring the teammate have a little cage match it's like hey uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna tag out right here and go to bed you just go ahead and yeah, take care of the rest I, of this for me yeah i, I, I couldn't make it sorry <laughs> 
She's like, okay. That's how you know. You're like, oh, I'm never be going to be mad enough for this. <laughs> so, yeah. So, she, she ended up moving to England until they got rid of that act. And then she made, I mean, it was a process for, like, it's it started off for for people in America because America's been always been kind of like a more conservative country when it comes to sex like in Europe it's 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 a little different over there but they it it's whenever we we progress a little slowly which which isn't a really bad thing but it, without that like you wouldn't have contraceptives and like the, she she did there were things that she did that weren't bad. Well, yeah, if we would have followed our Puritan roots, then we wouldn't need contraceptives because there wouldn't be a bunch of loose women running around all over the place. <laughs> they were right. God damn it. There would be a bunch of polygamists with a whole harem around them that wouldn't have to worry about any birth They were control. workers. We needed more workers. Oh, yeah. You got to have got to have those kids to work the fields. That's why they got rid of Roe v. Wade. Like, we're, we're not producing as much. Got to have the kids to work the fields, and you got to have the ladies to work the shaft. There you go. That's, that's what we got to do. So, Margaret Sanger was also controversial even for this time period. She was a huge proponent of eugenics. Fine. Eugenics was very popular during the early 1900s and the late 1800s. Not until after World War II, like I was saying, uh, after the fall of Nazism um, in, in Germany, did it lose its popularity. People began to see the evils of eugenics because of Adolf Hitler, not Margaret Sanger. She was, she was, but she was into it well after World War II, which was wild. <laughs> she was like, it seems fine to me. Okay, so. This might be a bit of a hot take, but I think I've I've discussed it on some other shows before. Mm-hmm. My views on eugenics are a little nuanced, mm-hmm. to say the least. So if you had a completely benevolent AI that was controlling the decision-making process on on who could have children and who couldn't, yeah. regardless of race, regardless of anything else, just specifically on the health of their genetics, like like yeah. the, the strength of their genetics and their ability to raise a productive child. Yeah. It's essentially like breeding breeding horses or or yeah, breeding it, dogs in the in the long run. Uh, which this is a, a very, very utilitarian way to Mm-hmm. To look at things, I I understand. By the way, but, it's happening right now. I'll but wait if, for that. If you're looking at the the overall survivability of the human race, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell, it would be beneficial. The thing is, if you have people like if you have humans like normal fallible humans that are the ones making the decision on yeah. who can and can't breed and what's a what's going to be a, a viable fetus or not, mm-hmm. then it's just going to devolve into racism and, and genocide. And that's why eugenics is a problem. Yeah. Similar to communism on paper. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. In practice, horrible fucking idea. Yeah. But horrible idea. What do you think happens when, uh, those sperm banks, when 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 someone wants to get pregnant, I'm not an expert on this, so it's, it's kind of like 
it's not written down, so this is kind of I'm just kind of going off the dome on this. So when there's like sperm banks, or like say you want to, you have like there's a couple that can't have babies because the man's not producing enough sperm. They're they're going to get the sperm from the guy that's a doctor. They're gonna get the one that's smart. They're not gonna get the one from fucking. I don't know. Let me let me get it from 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 the one ninety nine pile. Well, I mean, there. <laughs> I, I can I can pretty much guarantee that people aren't going to sperm bank saying like, "Well, give me the give me, give me the, the one on sale. Give me the ginger with the birth disability <laughs> or with a with a learning disability." Yeah, no, you're they, you're gonna be looking for the the most viable, healthy sperm that you can because that's that is literally contributing to the the strength of humanity as a whole. Yeah. Can I get the one with the, with the extra chromosome? Like, yeah. no, I'm saying that. Come on. No, I, <laughs> let me, let me, uh, let me upgrade this one. Let me get the super value meal that, that has the, <laughs> yeah. comes with the extra chromosome. <laughs> yeah. Let me get the massive forehead. <laughs> Can I get the corky special? <laughs> Sanger. But Sta- Hey, life goes on. Yeah. This goes on. So, uh, Stanger, uh, Sanger studied Malthusian, the Malthusian discipline of eugenics. Thomas Robert Malthus, a 19th century cleric and professor of political economy, believed population time bombs threatened the existence of the human race. He viewed social problems such as poverty, deprivation, and hunger as evidence of the population crisis. According to writer George Grant, Mal- uh, Malthus condemn charities and other forms of benevolence because he believed they only exacerbated the problems. His answer was to restrict the population growth of certain groups of people. His disciplines felt the the subtler and more scientific approaches of education, contraception, sterilization, abortion were more practical and acceptable ways to, to ease the pressures of alleged uh, overpopulation. So he was... It was... That was the he he was the, the the actual I like she based everything off of what this guy was saying mm. about how he just he figured these people would just die off. He's like we we can't help them like the peop, humans will not get better by by helping these people, which is it's. It's not, I mean, it, it, when you hear it, it, it's like we were saying about communism. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that's but the thing. Like, is, who, on, who's making these deci- decisions? Yeah, is, it, is, exactly. It's, it's the same fallible minds that are trying to make these decisions, and they're subject to biases. And, and that's, that's the overall issue is... Mm-hmm. If you follow a system like this, it, it similar uh, like we were just talking about, similar to uh, similar to communism. There's nobody that is infallible enough to make these decisions objectively because everybody mm-hmm. is subject to biases. And I'm not talking about like CRT bullshit. Yeah, I'm talking about like humans are idiots. Like all of us, even the smartest human on the planet. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, they're fucking morons. Yeah. Because we are all subject to some sort of bias, some sort of 
something that happened throughout the course of our lives that is going to give us a a certain belief about what what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And there are certain things that we can all agree are incorrect. Yeah. Somewhat. But really we're we're all a bunch of fucking idiots. So that's why that's why communism doesn't work. That's why eugenics doesn't work on paper. Could look like a great idea, but we're all a bunch of fucking idiots that can't pull it off. Yeah, it's it's the human condition will always be the fault of of all these ideologies. It's like it, like communism, Nazism, all this stuff. It like they never humans are impossible to predict what they're going to do. And also the the reach for power. I think like, that's the only thing that we can predict that humans are going to do is is they're going to do ultimately what is best for themselves because we're hardwired on a genetic level to hmm. to have some form of self-preservation. Yeah. We we want our genes to continue to the next generation or even if uh, if our genes can't continue to the next generation we want our ideology yeah, to continue it, to the next generation. We want some form of immortality whether whether you realize it consciously or not most healthy-minded people want some form of immortality, whether mm-hmm. that's having children or passing along an idea. You want some part of you to exist after you die. Yeah. For I'm not saying that's that's a way for everybody, but for the vast majority of people, like that's that's the drive that keeps humanity going, and that's the reason you can't trust mm-hmm. uh, anybody to make these decisions. Yeah, it's. It's like uh, with with Stalin. If he wouldn't have been just an iron fist, if he wouldn't have done what he what he had done, there would have been someone behind him that would 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 have done it. You know, oh, you're not gonna do it. There, there'll be someone with a fucking gun in the back of your head. That, Absolutely, that it's it is literally going to happen in every single culture, every mm-hmm. single government, any any group of humans. Is ultimately going to fall under the control of the most charismatic or influential person in the group. Yeah, and then it's going to be all about continuing primarily that person's ideology or genealogy. This is yeah, it's it's interesting because it's like I mean, just just how humans are. I'm. I'm I was going somewhere and something interrupted my 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 thought pattern, but but yeah. Sorry, it, that was probably me. <laughs> no, it, just just how about how humans are. It's it, it just the the need for power is is very unpredictable, and it, no matter how advanced we become, we're all still fucking retarded animals. Yeah, I mean we we can't escape that. That's that is hardwired into our genes. So Sanger Sanger built these ideas and resources on this eugenics movement. Nearly everyone that was on the board of the American Birth Control League or the ABCL, which later morphed into the into Planned Parenthood, uh, they were all eugenicists. These same people were speakers at conferences, authors of the literature they used, providers of services like doctors. 
They also financed some of the early projects. Their fingerprints were all over this organization. So. I saw this fucking crazy story. Holy shit, where's this going? Oh, uh, it's about abortion. Um, if you ever, if if you're like all pro-abortion, I, I think you should watch what happens when abortions are done. It, it's it, This is what has kind of like changed my frame of thinking. Like I grew up my whole life. I was like pro-choice my whole life. And someone's like, watch this video. And it's fucked up. The Do way- a little research about a guy. Uh, just search Dr. Kermit abortion. Look that up. We won't put this in the video because it'll, it'll get, get us taken down. That will actually get us taken down. That I I can't. But. I can't fucking look at it. Again. No, it's. Watch an abortion. It is. If. It it is the hardest. Like it's it will fuck you. It will it will change you as a person. That's what it did to me. It changed me as a person. I was like, okay, this is fucked up. But the crazy thing that I saw was this lady was talking about how she had an abortion. So what they do is they use these. They go inside and they start. They pull. They they basically rip the bodies apart and they suck it out with with a vacuum. For for for. For most abortions, I know all of them are are a little different, but that's, well, that's that's some of the late term abortions. If it's yeah earlier, you can take a pill or yeah, and then you just kind of just like some less invasive things where yeah. But the, these late term abortions are fucking bad. And this this woman was talking about how she had an abortion, and uh, they thought they'd taken all the baby parts out of her, and then one day. <laughs> she, she had a fucking baby's head come out. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know how true this is, but she was talking about it. Well, no, that's why I, I avoid But that's Chipotle. totally believable that, well, like, oh, damn, I forgot the head. <laughs> <laughs> he took out the arms and the legs. He didn't think of, what? like, what are the guys like? I, I got. I gotta go to dinner tonight. Okay, wait. How does the song go? The the the, the knee bones connected to the thigh. I got it. I got the thigh Fuck, bone I got, out. I got a dinner with my wife. I gotta go. <laughs> Sorry, you're done. I'm and, out of here. Are you done? Like he maybe he was like getting it out and he couldn't. I was like, fuck. It's, it's four fifty nine. Jesus Christ. Uh, sorry, ma'am. We're closing in ten minutes. <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. <laughs> Uh, so Mark- okay, I, I, I do just want to throw it out there that as far as I'm concerned, if uh, I, I still haven't made up on my mind overall on, yeah. on how to handle abortion. Yeah. Like personally, I, I don't even know if this is, if this is something that I want to talk about on the air, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Fuck it. Uh, I'm not carrying the kid inside of me. Yeah. So I feel like I have a little bit less uh less power in the decision making. Mm-hmm. So I mean I I guess overall what I'm what I'm saying is I like to look back to what we consider to be the greatest generation, which yeah. is the generation that fought World War II. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm trying to look at it from their perspective, I would want to try and handle it the way that they do, which means... Oh, deal with, deal with if, it? No, if I'm married and I accidentally get my mistress pregnant, I'm going to do the honorable thing 
and I'm going to kick her down the fucking stairs <laughs> and let gravity do the job. And if gravity doesn't do the job, I'm going to pretend that I never met her in my entire life and then let the rest of society call her a whore. And then, and then a, a fucking a kid with a with a big dent in his head is just going to show up at your front door. <laughs> hey, Dad! <laughs> like, oh, get, get, the, get this no, fucking I'll, mutant away from then me. Then I will still do the honorable thing and pretend that I have never seen that child my entire life because at that point I haven't. Yeah. And and you you come from the... So in this story, you're from the greatest generation. So you just move one town over and you never are seen ever again. You're only an hour away, but they'll never find you. Or or what I could do is I could accuse her of being a lesbian and get her committed to a mental asylum. <laughs> and get her a, a lobotomy. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, and then they'll send them to Canada. And then let the state take care of the kid. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, a little callback to our MK Ultra episode, send them to Canada, where they just tell them that they're... That, that they have all these mental issues and then they can do a bunch of MK Ultra tests on them and then let let the state deal with them. Oh, and then let the people that they ultimately blow up with uh, with parcel bombs <laughs> deal with it in the future. <laughs> so I, Because that's what the greatest generation would do. That's how they deal with it. That's just how they <laughs> that's just how it was done back then. Damn it. These guys were were ran into Normandy. They they just got out of high school. Bring back the good old days where everybody has PTSD and and horrible issues from bring from being brought up and yeah, I, and extremely repressed households. I like on on uh on on King of the Hill where all the World War Two vets were making fun of how gay the Vietnam vets were. They're like, oh, you have. You have uh, um, PTSD. <laughs> they're just they're like fucking laughing at them because all the all the Vietnam vets were all fucked up, and all the World War II vets were just like laughing at them in their face. <laughs> you know what's crazy is it's once again off topic, but a lot of that can so a whole lot of people came back from like literally every war in history mm-hmm. with with PTSD. In terms of Vietnam, a lot of that can, uh, maybe not a lot, but a portion of that can be traced back to what's called John Wayne syndrome. Yeah. Where John Wayne did such a good job of selling the idea of, of war. Of not being gay? Of, uh, no, no, he was okay with Rock Hudson. Because okay. Rock Hudson was good at playing chess, which apparently that that means that it's okay in in uh, in the Duke's eyes if, <laughs> if you take a dick in the butt as long as you're good at chess. Uh, you're not but, that kind of gay. <laughs> oh, you're one of the good ones. <laughs> but uh, they called it John Wayne syndrome, where people had such a such a skewed view of what actual warfare was like yeah. uh, because the, the John Wayne movies that they went into Vietnam thinking like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to be a hero. It's all going to be honorable. It's going to be this, this, this big cinematic experience. And then you watch somebody get blown up by a claymore or actually, I mean the, the Vietnamese weren't using claymores unless they were stolen from the U S troops. But you watch one of your buddies get blown up by, by a fucking booby trap or they step into a, any, any sort of booby trap. You go into a fucking ambush 
and it's horrible and traumatizing. And you're like, holy shit, this is not what I was expecting. This is not nearly as romantic as I was expecting it to be. And then it, it fucks you up yeah. that much more. That That's the, the Teddy Roosevelt. You ever, I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but um, if you ever read, do you read, a, did, did you ever read any of the biographies on Teddy Roosevelt? I can't read. Oh, the Teddy Roosevelt, if you ever, obviously he reads, by the way. <laughs> so Teddy Roosevelt, when he went to Cuba during the, the Spanish-American War, he was, Teddy Roosevelt was super into like fighting in the war. And he was so ridiculous. If you ever look at his his the pictures of him as a rough rider, how they are dressed, it was it's comical. Oh, dude, so that that he thought it was so like, cool though. Well, it continued for like two generations after him. Yeah, also, he romanticized this war, and everyone it was it was like one of the first guerrilla, well, not one of the first, but it was a like it was fought differently than traditional wars, and he. He had to be on a fucking horse because he was a ridiculous person. And I'm then, surprised he wasn't riding a fucking moose or a buffalo. Dude, right? Or a fucking bear into battle. So he gets there and they're trying to take one of these hills. I don't, it was like San Juan Hill. I don't remember which hill it was. So he was he was on his horse and he was telling the guy in front because he was like the other guy was crawling because they're trying to go up. And he was like saying like, get up. Like, what are you doing? Like, he was like, he was kind of like shaming the guy for like crawling and going up to him and he was on his That's fucking a very horse british officer thing to do yeah and then the guy stands up and gets shot in his fucking head by a sniper because this this is the first time they ever they actually had snipers the spanish had snipers fucking shot him and fucking brains explode everywhere and he was like whoa and like he got the fog of war he was just like whoa and then like he got off his horse he's just like that that's when shit got fucking real was when he saw that guy's brains get blown out. He's like, "Whoa, war's not cool. <laughs> it's awful." So that, that I, I, you know, I I read that that Teddy Roosevelt book, and that's really the only thing I can remember besides when he went to the Dakotas, and that guy went that when when he beat up when he beat that guy to, not beat him to death, but he would he would beat the shit out of people over there because they didn't respect him because he had that like really mousy voice but Ted, teddy roosevelt look him up he's he's great he's he's my favorite american president okay yeah he's my favorite also because he he was wild he grew up like being a weak little child he had asthma yeah he had and his he lungs overcame were all of that and became literally the single toughest american president in history yeah he, who did he fight? I, I gotta look this up. Oh, he, fucking everybody. Dude, he fought a heavyweight champion, and and the dude punched because he was like he he told the guy he's like let's let's fight, and like he he wanted to see if he can take a punch. The dude punched him in his eye, and he went blind for the rest of his life. And that's the only reason that he stopped boxing. Yeah, is because it, could... it made him literally fucking blind. That's when he was like, okay, maybe I should slow down a little bit. This episode ended up running longer than we expected, which is understandable considering the topic, so we're going to split it into two parts. You can join us again next week for the conclusion of Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at con underscore men underscore podcast, and also check out our YouTube channel. We have premieres every Friday at 2 p.m. We'll see you all next week. And by the way, got to give a shout out to our Patreon followers, which I have right in front of me. For our $3 tier, the Gulag Gang, 
of course, we got to give a big shout out to Ben Garcia, the OG, original original member of the Patreon. Big shout out, Ben Garcia. Fuck yeah. Uh, Olin Miller. I think that's how you say his name. He hasn't corrected me yet. If I'm saying your name wrong, DM me on Patreon. I will, I will, I will write back. I always, I'm constantly checking that shit. Or if you're on Instagram, hit me up. I, I will check and I'll, I'll, I'll try to find you. Oh, uh, Mike M. Uh, another, he, he's been on there for a while. Lucas R. He's one of our, our newest, uh, subscribers on Patreon and our, our, and then the next tier, the ten dollar tier, we got the Wrestle El Amnesio, David Klein. By the way, gonna fight El Amnesio. He's coming in the studio. He's a um, he's an expert. He won't admit he's an expert, but he's an expert on drones. He's murdered a lot of people at weddings. So keep that in mind. We're gonna break down UFOs Which, on, on uh, an episode. By the way, David, great UFO episode. With Iconoblast, it's going to come out soon. Uh, still working on the editing process. It's a lot. It's a lot of editing. So don't don't take it the wrong way. When you're coming to our show, we might do it live. We don't give a fuck. We had a lot of... Uh, well, specifically, Joel has a lot of footage to line up with the audio because we were watching UFO videos while we were talking about them. So there's, there's a lot of overlays to set up. It's, he's got to do a lot of posts. And also, he's Mexican, yeah. so he's a lazy fucking Mexican. Oh God! Tell yeah, me about it. Fucking my dad's Mexican. I'm like, he's like retired. I'm like, are you gonna get another job? What are you doing? You just gonna hang out, hang out with your girlfriend all day? Oh, that's fucking loser. Going against the culture, right there. Yeah, like get a job, or fucking I don't know. Um, on our next, uh, our next person at Dakota Robbins. So, uh, he's in the ten dollar tier. Keith Collar, uh, we we've added a few people on the ten dollars tier. By the way, it's it's gonna be Royal Rumble, but it's everyone just beating up El Amnesio. It's gonna be a mass murder. Oh, yeah, and These we're gonna we're getting into all on film. Come to our new uh, come to the studio before we move because we'll be in uh, West Austin, so that's a little farther drive. Uh, Rooster, that that's his name. His name is Rooster. I I grew up with a guy named Rooster, and he was he was a psychopath. Yeah, Rooster Cogburn. Yeah, <laughs> true grit. Uh, and our last member of the ten dollar tier, David Jones. Welcome to the ten dollar tier, Davy Jones. I've I've heard a lot about his oh, yeah. locker. Yeah, he loved you in Pirates of the Caribbean. Also, he's big follower on Instagram. So I'm, I'm glad you finally joined the Patreon. Welcome, dude. Uh, and then our last tier, we got one member, but he's in the elite of elites. Like he, he's in the skull and bones tier, the twenty dollars tier. Does Matt, that mean we have to lay in a coffin and masturbate in front of him? I was just gonna say that. Fuck. But he has, but we, he has to watch us. Well, actually, he has to do, it and we have to watch him. So we gotta watch you masturbate oh, in okay. the coffin. I'm fine with that. So. Matt Spears got to show us your taint. So it's you better gonna, put on a good show, dude. Yeah, and, seen a and, whole lot of guys jerk off before. It yeah. needs to be pretty fucking impressive. And we're gonna yell at you like, like, get it hard, get it hard. Oh God, I'm having flashbacks. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be real intense. We're turning the lights off except for one red light. <laughs> it's, one overhead light directly yeah. shining on you, and the rest of the room is going to be dark. Yeah, it's gonna we're be- all going to be wearing the the eyes wide shut masks. 
It's going to look like a Stanley Kubrick film, but it's going to be an even less happy ending. Dude, did you know that that mansion was it was the Rockefeller uh, mansion? It's the actual Rockefeller oh, mansion. Oh, fuck. That, that doesn't surprise me, actually. That's wild. I didn't know that, but that doesn't fully surprise me. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a big movie guy, but I, I mean, have, they probably I've, didn't even have to get any extras. That was just a whole bunch of people hanging out at the Rockefeller mansion fucking yeah. each other. Yeah, they're <laughs> they they're just like don't just don't film in the basement. That's it. You're good. No, they're all the guests were just like, uh, is it okay if we just put on masks? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that that'll yeah, look great. Yeah, that's fine. Just continue <laughs> what you were doing. Put on these masks and robes. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's oh, all. Oh, and hide the kids because that's that's gonna yeah, get us them, higher than an those, R rating. Those, put them back on the basement shelf. It'll it'll tempt Tom Cruise too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot to that. That'd be a good future episode.